What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another Live Wire Sports Update. This is your boy Martin M to the P to the pounds. Um, day three, the final day of the NFL draft has come and concluded, and Washington had made some serious impact. I will tell you in a few minutes. Hey. So amazing, you see how they playing, live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment, you don't want to miss it, so official like you never seen, keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee, everything from highlights and stats, you know that we gotta run it back, whether on the field or the court, you know that this is where it's at, subscribe, no delaying, this is live wire, sports and entertainment, let's go. All right, I'm back with you with another one. And, yes, the Washington Commanders have made some strides in the final day of the draft. Yes, the final day of the draft, they have made significant impact on pretty much positions that they need. Now, out of all the guys they have drafted at this point, they still didn't address the linebacker position. So, which um, they probably would just that after the draft um free agency and um sign free agents or whatever the case may be so um but let's start with um um round four well we know washington had two picks in round four but they traded back with carolina their second pick to get two picks in the fifth round um, where Carolina was able to move up in that fourth slot, and then Washington was able to have uh, a fifth pick, a fifth round pick, and um, um, two fifth round pick, two seventh, and no sixth. So in total, they had eight picks all together because they trade back in the first round of day one of the draft to get um, a third and two fourths at the time. So I'm gonna save the I'm gonna save the last pick of this draft and I'm going to go down in order. Well, I'm not, not so much, but I'm just gonna wrap up. We drafted tight end Cole Cole Turner out of Nevada, who played alongside Carson Strong. Um, he's a six-six tight end. Um, I did call a lot of Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew press conference. So why I'm talking about some of these guys, I will interpret with some of um, some of what um, Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew had to say about each of these guys. Um, Cole Turner, big target. He could line up in a slot. Also, he could line up on the outside. Um, he's a big body. Uh, very savvy route runner knows how to step um, step in his brakes uh, while working against the zone and that and and that is very very important because if you look at Gronkowski you look at Kittle you look at um, the dude from um, Travis Kelsey what is the main thing that these tight ends do better than anybody they work the middle of the field and the zone because that's that's the bread and butter. 
And you got to think, Carson Wentz had, had two tight ends in Philly. And you know he had Zach Hurts, and which he loves Zach Hurts because guess what? Zach Hurts used to hurt us because he was able to work the middle of the field. If you get a big body tight end that could come across, now we had some tight ends. You remember we had Jordan Reed, you know what I'm saying? But Jordan Reed couldn't stay healthy. Then we had, you know, Logan Thomas right now, he's injured. You know, we don't know when he'll come back. So picking Cole Turner is perfect. Now, I've seen the highlights of him and everything. And the dude, the dude is a monster. He is a monster. I, I, I can't say enough about him how savvy he is and how he finds his spots where it is needed and Ron Rivera um compared him to um um Greg Olson and you know Greg Olson was one of the big tight ends that Ron Rivera had down there in Carolina and you know where he came from the University of Miami baby yes so um Greg Olson was that tight end for Cam you know what I'm saying so this is something Ron Rivera doing was probably they was looking at Moso, and then they had a private workout with him, or, you know. So they pr pretty much had a feel, and they pretty much knew that they wanted him, but they wasn't sure. So, and by making that, making them moves, it kind of it helped them out a lot. Um, he also caught 16 out of 20 touchdown passes, 10 of them in the red zone. As I'm going to go back over that again, 10 of them in the red zone. That is key because you need a big body receiver. And this is where I had questioned when they picked Dobson in the first round and I'm not getting a big receiver. And I was like, well, Carson Wentz always had a big guy, especially when it came down to the came down to the red zone. You know what I'm saying? Because he had Alshon Jeffries. He had Zach Hurts. And they was easy to get targets. You want a big body target down in the red zone, especially from the 20 to the to the goal line, because small receivers might can't get open. Now, and not saying they can't, but you will want a bigger body there because that bigger body can shield them defenders, a small defender or, or, or a, a, um, a taller um, defender away from their body and make the catch. And guess what? You could draw pass interference calls that way, you know what I'm saying? Especially targeting a big a big receiver and everything like that. So, um, and he also had 12 of his touchdowns when he split wide wide on the outside. So this this tight end Turner is very versatile. He's very gifted where he could he could hurt you in the inside and he could hurt you on the outside. And think about it with 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 the weapons that we have now um like like um Dotson, Terry, Samuels, Deami Brown, you know what I'm saying, that could play inside and out. There's a whole lot that you can do with this offense with Carson Wentz now because the fact that the fact that the matter is is that you could use Gibson in another another way. You could you, JD McKissick. We already know how dangerous he, dangerous he is in the passing game. Um, he, how dangerous he is in the passing game. You know what I'm saying? So that that helps out a whole lot with what Ron Rivera is trying to do because the main thing was 
to give Carson Wentz more more targets. You know, what I'm saying more um, weapons in the offense. Um, now the the knock on him is that you know he ha- he 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 has drops, and and some of his drops came when he had balls that's catchable, but to me it's ooh, to me is that um I think that with Carson Wentz I think Carson Wentz is going to put the ball on a number for him and I think when they work in training camp and and in the offseason OTAs and the stuff like that they definitely you definitely don't have to worry about him dropping you know what I'm saying and I, I think he's to me the the dude I think he's going to be a factor and I think that he could start day one if Logan Thomas is not ready. And I, I truly believe that. I think if Logan Thomas is not ready, I think um, you will see him get some. Now, we do have John Bates. There is a you know, blocking tight end. He also could catch two. Now, I think that's the main thing that Cole Turner will have to learn how to do is you know be a great blocking tight end, especially in run situations. Um, but unless that... Um, this was another great pickup in the second round. I mean, not in the second round, in day three. You know what I'm saying? It was a great pickup for um, for the commanders because giving you can't give Carson enough, not enough weapons. You need you want to give him as many weapons as possible. And that and just where I touched on yesterday about um, Robinson, that he's a bruiser back and. And when I had to reevaluate every, everything and think about it, more so is that Carson Wentz relied on Jonathan Taylor. So, say for instance, Robinson becomes his Jonathan Taylor, then that spells Gibson a little bit, where you could use Gibson like Debo Samuels, and you could use him in the passing game. You could, I mean, there's so many different ways. And I always said that when Tom Brady was over there at New England, I always loved how their offense was. You know what I'm saying? It was dynamic and different with running backs. And I think the way Ron is trying to, I think he's trying to emulate a little bit of the Indianapolis offense with along with how he did in Carolina a little bit. And 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 put his own, and then turn around put his own spin on um on um in Washington. So now moving moving on to our next um draft for today was safety Percy Butler out of um um out of the Raging Cajuns. Um he's six foot, has great height, outstanding speed um, long arms can close quickly on a break. Um, he uh, and he could definitely get in front of the pass that's in front of him. Um, he can't compete. He can't compete in man-to-man coverage. Um, but he also, you know, he he's still got a he he's a decent tackler, but not a great tackler. Where because he, you know, we've seen a lot of guys in college. They try to get the big hit, but they don't wrap up and they fall off the defender. And that's one of the knocks on um, Butler at this moment. 
but Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew talk highly of him. And matter of fact, they was watching him last year. So these some of these guys, they probably already had an eye on from last year going into this year. So as we been as much as we've been getting Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew a lot of grief a little bit for the last the first couple of days, I kind of see what they was doing now. I kind of see what they was they was planning and how they was operating and so much where they already had these guys on their map a, a year prior. Um, in which Ron Rivera said that they love how Butler could play the safety, he could play the corner, and he could play in the Buffalo nickel. So that right there is they looking for guys that could be versatile, where you can move around and see, and then you can mix your as a defensive coordinator, you will love guys that is so versatile that you can mix your coverage, that you can easily disguise certain things where you keep the offense guessing at all times. You know what I'm saying? When you just have uh when you just have a, a guy that just can play corner, then the off the defense gets kind of predictable along the way. But and then Butler also could play special teams, which Ron said he will contribute in some special teams as a gunner, but he definitely likes what he brings where he's going to get some run in the safety spot and um on cornerback spot but you know the cornerback spot right now is pretty much you know we got Danny Johnson Fuller um, William Jackson also and then you know we got Bobby McCain in safety now if he becomes if he can play free safety or whatever the case might be you could easily move Bobby McCain down into a nickel as a nickel corner if he excels if he excels the way he needs to, and so that is that is to me. I I love it. I love the pick because there that was a need that we needed to, and and I think what they didn't wanted to do, and I kind of see this now a little bit more, you know. And y'all follow along with me, you know, as I um, continue to bring this to you. Instead of hitting on Kyle Hamilton in the first round. Then that didn't, it, it, even though he's an impact player, you know what I'm saying? Because Kyle Hamilton was one of my choices. So, along with um, an, another person that I wanted, and I'll, I'll disclose that as I continue this video. Um, you probably wouldn't have had an opportunity to get cornerbacks, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could, you could, you didn't, you don't, we don't know at this point. We don't know what the take would have been for that, for that situation. So, but, um, I think Butler is going to contribute. I think, I think his speed, his versatility is going to help Jack Rio and his defense a little bit better. Because if you think about it, our defense was soft in the pass coverage last year, where if we had decent pass coverage, there's a lot of games that we could have, we could have took off the table last year and then you know then our d-line won't have to be so stressed to put a lot of pressure because if your d-line is good and your ends is good and your back end could cover then you you really you really took care of 90 percent of your defense right there because then you make you make the, you can make the game ugly and then the offense has to go out there and produce and i think our offense is going to be complimentary with our defense now 
coming into this year. I believe that what we had, we because right now Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew said they have they not done. They by no long shot they they are done right now. They, this is just the first tier, the draft. Now they're gonna look into what's left out there, what other guys that they could plug in to other holes that they may need. So therefore, we still have a chance to get that linebacker that we're looking for. All right, now um, going to the um, from Perry from Butler, we're going to Christian Holmes, the other cornerback out of Oklahoma State. Which he's six foot, two hundred pounds, very physical, very flex guy. Can play safety, cornerback, and the nickel also. Similar to um, he has a size similar to a safety. So that's another weapon that Ron Rivera don't plugged into because, like I said, you can never have enough versatility in the defensive backfield because the game has the game is involving too much of a passing game and you got to think when you playing against a guy like Aaron Rodgers you playing against a guy like Tom Brady and you playing a guy against Matthew Stafford with all them and they all they do is love to throw the ball now when you look at Philadelphia yeah okay Philadelphia got some good picks yeah they got some defense and help okay but that you got look I look at it like this Jalen Hurts is not a pure passer even though they got weapons on the offense, but at the same time, he's left-handed too, and he's not very accurate. They need defense to keep them in and keep them in games to give them a chance. You understand? You see what I'm saying? Do you look at the Dallas Cowboys at this moment? The Dallas Cowboys is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they're going to be a tough out, but at the same time, they lost a little something, and I don't think. They're not going to be as explosive on offense that they did. Now, their defense is going to probably help the offense a little bit. But, the, and then you look at the Giants. The Giants, it is all depends on Daniel Jones, how he performs. You know what I'm saying? So, you got technically teams that did got a little decent better in our division. I still say that we hold the upper hand in, in that because we, we became balanced. On defense and offense we didn't go for the the, the the big names that some of us and myself had wanted but we balanced out the offense and the defense and then we still got more room to finish up now Christian Holmes like I said he's very versatile you know what I'm saying hard hit and safety you know what I'm saying sometimes get out a little position and stuff like one thing, that, one thing I do a lot of, especially when it comes down to college football season, and I'll start doing some of my Miami Hurricane um, videos and stuff because I haven't really had chance because I was covering basketball with my Chicago Bulls and then some of the Washington Commanders. So, but I watch, I stay watching a lot of college football because I'm definitely an ACC person. I do look at other regions from the Pac-12, all everything. I, I watch everything. You know what I'm saying? So. What everything, anything that's exciting to me, I kind of like dig in and watch a lot, a lot of. But um, I was watching the Oklahoma game and Oklahoma State game this year, and Kristen Holmes, he was a monster out there. He, I mean, he's a monster. Um, but you know, like Big Twelve country, they're not known for their defense too much. They just known for their offense a lot. Not like the the SEC or the Big Ten and stuff like that. You know, the Pac, the Pac Ten and the the um the Big Twelve they usually more a uh, finesse team. The ACC is kind of like a balance a little bit between the big the Big Ten and the SEC. So, but anyway, moving right along, 
that's like I said, that's another guy that you know he'll probably get some special teams um, play also. So you got Butler and you got Holmes, two guys that you picked up that are very versatile. They can play multiple positions on your defense. So therefore, Jack real all he got to do is see what how he's going to implement them and play these guys. All right. Now, I'm going to the next phase of my draft, and it is none other, the steal of the draft. And this right here, I believe, took the cake. It made up for everything. And I'm, I'm going to give a huge shout-out to my, my girl, Sports Adelic, because she was a huge Sam Howell fan. Huge Sam Howell fan. And me and her had a lot of dialogue um, leading up. And she said she was she wanted Sam Howell. Now, Sam Howell fell all the way to the fifth round when he was projected to get drafted in the first round. Um, Ron Rivera had their eye on him. And Sam Howell wanted to come to to Washington. Now, that is not like all the other guys say, oh, we were shocked that they called us and we wasn't, you know, they told us we was projected to go somewhere else. But Sam Howell wanted to. Out of all everything, he glad that he fell the way he fell. And it kind of worked out for, it kind of worked out for Washington because um, Carolina took Matt Corral, which they had Matt Corral subject to us you know what I'm saying so Sam Howell and which like I say I'm a Miami Hurricane fan I saw Sam Howell a lot and when I tell you the year when he had the the Army Brown and them boys was running rampant in the ACC they taught they they blew the doors off of Miami they blew the doors off of Miami now this year it wasn't like that because he lost all his weapons. And this is what something that Ron Rivera touched on and said that you have to you have to grade him from his 2020 season because he had all the weapons. But his 2021 season, it didn't pan out that way because he lost a lot. But they had to modify the offense in certain situations. Now, I'm going to tell you one game that was very, very impressive. That pit, pit game... And that North Carolina game with Pickett and um Howell was going head to head, toe to toe, man, that was a classic game. If anybody get a chance to um go back and look at it, you need to look at that game. That game was classic, and that I think that was for the ACC. No, that was for um I believe for the ACC championship game. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not no. I'm not sure, but I know it was for. Um, I believe it was a four for position for the ACC title title game, but I, but pick I think but Pickett beat Howell that game. Pickett did beat Howell that game. But they, when I but I would when I was when I want to tell you is that they was throwing that ball and I, the weather was pretty bad that little bit that day too. They was throwing that ball all over the field. It was like they was going blow for blow for blow with each other, and that's so. Um, that's something that um, that I, I could appreciate but I wasn't high on Sam Howell because 
my other guy that I really wanted was Desmond Riddle because I had Riddle first, I had How um Howell third, and I had Pickett second. That's how I wanted to fall. But since we got Howell, <clears throat> it didn't matter because he was in my top three anyway, quarterbacks. Because I wasn't I wasn't really sold on Matt Corral. I wasn't sold on Carson Strong. And I would have probably been disappointed if we had drafted them because them guys really just wouldn't have been it. But the good thing about Sam Howell, he don't even have to start right now because we got a starting quarterback unless something catastrophic was to happen. Then he could sit behind Taylor Heineke, learn, learn Scott Turner's playbook. This guy could probably be ready in a year, you know what I'm saying, um, or a year or two and say, hey, Carson Woods had a great, great season. We pick up his option again. Then by the year two, you think you would think that um, Howell will be ready because he would have that time to grow and watch the system. And you know he's going to get some play inside the um, the preseason. So that just to get a, a, a firm look at him and how he how he operates and stuff like that. Um, he has the best deep ball accuracy. Um, he has a great touch. He has a great placement on the um, on the deep ball. Um, very um, and vertical seams um, seam shots and are excellent. He moves well in the pocket, and people say that he doesn't move that well. You only need enough. You know what I'm saying? And he's kind of cut like Ron Rivera say he's kind of like Carson Wentz a little bit. A lot of people compared him to Carson Wentz. You know what I'm saying? And that Carson Wentz is very shifty out of the pocket. People don't think Carson Wentz can run. Sam Howell can move out of the pocket if need to be. You know what I'm saying? And then he has that trajectory. He can see over where most quarterbacks can. And he has that like that Drew Brees complex a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So his pocket, um, his pocket passing mechanics need to re be refined a little bit, and that only happened because he lost his weapons. I think if he has some more weapons um, for this year, I think um, for last year, I think he would have really put his stock up high. He probably would have been the number one quarterback drafted this year. Um. Um. Sometimes his accuracy dips a little bit, um, particularly in the intermediate range. And that's something that working with Scott Turner, working with Carson Wentz, and showing where you could throw the intermediate range. Because intermediate range helps make the defense honest because you got to think. Tom Brady does it all the time. He loves the intermediate range. He made a living with Wells Walker. Um... Julia Ellerman, Danny Elmendola, the, the intermittent range is where it's at. And you got to think, even Kansas City, when they had Tyreek Hill, that intermittent range, once you give it to a, a hit that scene right there, the guy is gone. So there's a lot of things to take from Sam Howell. Um, but it was this was an ultimate steal. I give this, this, this pick right here an A+. That pick is an A plus because nobody expected him to fall that low, and we got us we got our quarterback for the future, and we don't even have to rush him out there right now, and that's the great that's the best thing that that could even that could happen for Washington, because now 
they could they got their quarterback they could still build the team up because but just think but time he do start or take over take over this team guess what he could go running because he we don't have to put pieces around him we could just redefine and add more pieces around him but he could just he's in a perfect situation to succeed and i think carson wentz will i think carson wentz is going to provide a lot of a lot of um leadership to him i think carson wentz and the thing about it is, if Carson Wentz is threatened by this guy, then you ain't the guy for the job. I think Carson Wentz didn't do that when he was in Indianapolis, but I think Carson Wentz is going to be a leader. I think Carson Wentz has something to prove. I think Carson Wentz is going to be on a mission. And I, and I, I say this, if Carson Wentz prove and get us in the playoff, there is no reason why Ron Rivera shouldn't pick up his, pick up his option for next year. And then let Sam Howell sit a little longer because then you have a guy that you you know that could carry the team, you know, with other things around him. Um, Sam Howell threw for over 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns. He was the 2019 Rookie of the Year. Um, like I said, I love his moxie. I love his toughness. He is not afraid to run. Um he, he's not afraid to to be that guy. He's not afraid to be that guy. And that's what's something I really, really like about him. He's not afraid to be that guy. And to order to be that guy, you got to show leadership and fearlessness because you got to think, now he's hooked up with his boy, De'Ami Brown, who we drafted last year. You know De'Ami Brown is going to love that. And then you still got Terry there. You still got Curtis Samuels. You still got other, and I think they, they probably will address the wide receiver need again. So there's a lot of plethora of things that Washington is going to take um, from this draft. I wasn't, like I said, I was not happy day one and day two, but as we got down, we got, we ended up getting a defensive tackle that for rotation purposes that keep depth and keep these guys fresh. And and, and that, and to me, that's, that's really, really important. Then we turn around and got a, a, a offensive lineman also that provides depth that he can also play both guard spots and both tackle spots. So depth is more important than just getting one piece for that position because if you generate enough depth and then you – and especially like, like – um, who oh, dang, what team they used to do that all the time? They was able to switch in, for instance, Alabama college team. We're gonna use Alabama for instance. Alabama and Georgia is very good for that. They they got their starters, but then they got backups that could come in and play like starters. And that's where Washington, I think that's what Ron Rivera and Mike Mayhew is looking at. You want quality players to come in and be rotational, but you want them to have that mind as a starter. So when you get them guys in there to do things like that, then there's no drop off because then teams don't know how to deal with you because you you pretty much have your backup and your starters is is a a um a one and a two. So um I like like I said I like the direction um this this last day went. Um I didn't expect Sam Howell. Um I still hope that we could, you know, get Bubba Bolden add him to the team 
that will be so solid for us. Um, but they do need to get a linebacker. So I think they will look in to address the linebacker. There's a chance that um, Leonard Collins might come back in in that hybrid linebacker spot, resign him. Who knows? Um, there's a lot of things that they still have not finished and touched on yet. And that's something that Martin Mayhew and um, Ron Rivera said today in their press conference. So they're looking at everything. They are really going over everything for the next couple of days, um, especially when OTAs start hitting and stuff like that. So I'm grateful. <laughs> I, I ain't got to worry about us not saying, hey, we need a quarterback now because we got a veteran and we got a rookie. And we got, a, we got Taylor Heineke to, as a backup. So that part of the equation is done. We we fixed that. Now, we don't need to wish no bad ill on Carson Wentz for him to get hurt for Sam Howell. Now, only thing Carson Wentz got to do is play good. Because if he doesn't play good, he's going to hear it. He's going to hear it. But I believe Carson Wentz is going to play very, very well for us. Um, and because, like, to be honest with you, we don't have to pick him up if he plays bad. It's, be, it's just a one-year deal. We don't have to pick him up. And guess what? We still got a quarterback for the future there. So um, that's that's another thing that we we definitely definitely look at. Um, but I'm about to wrap this up, guys. Uh, this is my day three reaction. Um, static excited about Sam freaking Howell. You know what I'm saying? Captain Howell. Um somebody did say what if we had get the if we had changed our name to Red Wolves? Howell <laughs> But anyway, um now everybody could start giving Ron and Martin Mayo a little bit more credit for this to finish not the draft the way it did. Uh, we was given so much hell and grief the first couple of days but I think they deserve a lot of credit right now. Now, they still got a lot of holes to fill, and they they the ones that know that. But we should be more we should be appreciated with the picks that we got now. Um, Jahad Dotson, offense. Cole Turner, offense. Robinson, offense. Mathis, defense. Holmes, Butler, defense. Come on, man. They went, <clears throat> they balance, <clears throat> they balance out both sides of the ball, man. They balance out both sides of the ball. We could not like a player or don't like the pick, but hey, the guy's on our team now. Me personally, like I said, I've been a diehard Redskins fan since I was yay young. And I'm in my early, I ain't gonna tell you what my age is, but I'm in my early. You know what I'm saying? Not 30s. So anybody that think 30s, you're wrong. Um, it's a little higher than that, guys. So I've been a true Redskins fan. And when they change their name to football team and to now they commanders, I'm always going to stay true to my team. I'm always going to not like something, and I'm always going to say how I feel about something. I'm always going to say to you, honestly, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If I think they're messing up, I'm going to tell you they're messing up. But when they're doing good and I see the direction it is, because guess what? It's been a long time since we really 
been in position to have a really complete team. And this is, and if you look how this team is being constructed, this team is starting to fill out to be a complete team, to where it could be competitive, where we could challenge for um, division titles and, and playoff position and stuff like that. So, I mean, we got to give it up. It's not, you got to think, it's not hard, it's not easy for Ron and Martin Mayhew over there, even though Mar Martin Mayhew, not, his track record hasn't proved to be a great GM, but you got to think, the owner that we, we they are working on and under the pressure, so give them guys a lot of credit for still sticking in there and, and trying to get this team better. The better, the main thing Ron Rivera said in the offseason, the, before this draft, he said, in order for us to get under under that negative microscope is we got to go out there and win games win game winning games cure everything and i'm a term i'm a true believer in w winning cures all ail i don't care if you have a flu if your team winning you're gonna get over that flu so continue to like subscribe comment um, i am on my way to 2000 subscribers Continue to hit that notification bell, guys. You know, descriptions in the bio for any donation. We greatly appreciate it to the channel. Um, I will put um, a live reaction for the draft and all, just going over some things, um, probably for Monday. But this, this day three of this draft has been really, really solid for me. So I, I'm I'm beyond happy for where we are, and I'm looking to see what other surprises Ron Rivera have for us. Hey, and but if we sign any more players, then therefore I will bring coverage for that. It was so much dropping today. I just wanted to put all these players under one microscope and make a one long video instead of just constantly dropping a video at a time and just talk about the guys. I could just narrow it down and just talk about it in one fold like that so i won't have to be like oh you know just constantly dropping content so um but until then guys i salute i'm out peace